guys, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast. This is episode 38, I believe. I'm Callum. And I'm Matt. And welcome to what is the grandest night of the Rugby League year. As you can see, the star-ish has come out in full fashion of the podcast Gilet, which makes its proud return tonight. And just also for the awards, just for the a awards. throwback to the COVID era, back when you had no hair again before you went to Turkey and got a transplant. The <laughs> highlight of Ben Hoodie is back. It's a special when are you going game. back for the teeth doing? They need that at all. Now people are actually going to believe that now. <laughs> as um, you can see, we are professionals ever on this show and... You, you come here, basically. It's like Top Gear. No one actually cares about the cars. They just turn up to see what shit the presenters throw at each other. So, so yeah, apparently, I have won the hairline of the year award. <laughs> For God's sake, that was my star prize, and you've just ruined it. So, go on, I'll let you lay the right. in, but I don't actually have a clue what's coming here from Matthew. So, years, years we've got before. some crackers, and we've got some, potentially, some absolute stinkers along the way. We've got a number of awards to give out. These are entirely in good fun. Nobody's here to collect them. You win a pat on the back. That is your prize, ultimately. And, yeah, let's just stick around. Comment below your fun little awards you've got, whether you disagree with us. You probably will. Probably. Don't take these seriously, I guess, is the ultimate message. This is... It's the off-season... We're rinsing content as much as we can, okay? Give us a break. We've still got another three months of this before the actual rugby starts, so God knows what we'll be producing by end of January. There'll be some good stuff, though. We will actually be do- genuinely doing hairline of the year at this rate. Or, Is that a full pod? Or turkey teeth time, come fly with me. <laughs> Shall we jump straight into the first award of the night? I don't even know what to expect. Uh, do you know what? Neither do I, and I wrote the entire thing. So, should we start with the sensible one? The Try Time Podcast Player of the Season Award. Now, this award is going to someone who has made an impact on their club and their club's overall season. Now, I've tried to look past the obvious top candidates, necessarily, because this isn't just the best ability level player. This is the overall factor. And I was very torn between two names, actually. So I'm going to give this one an honourable mention, who was unlucky to miss out. And I did nearly give this award to Lachlan Lamb of Lee. He's come up, he's arguably been their best player this season, between him and Tom O'Mone, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's guided them to a Challenge Cup win. They were a team that I think a lot of people... They'd built a good squad. Their goal was surviving. They went on to go to, what, the playoffs, the semi-finals? No, yeah. did they just drop out before that? They might have done. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I, I, it's one of yes, they did. They dropped out in round one of the playoffs. It were Wigan, KR and Catalan Saints, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it seems like a lifetime ago, that, doesn't it? Well, this is why we're struggling for content already. <laughs> we really picked a great time to come back, didn't we? <laughs> Well, that was, that was the plan behind coming back at this time. That's true. Get the crap videos out of the way early. Thanks for sticking with us. It will improve. Maybe this video, maybe not so much. Yeah, well, that's all <laughs> up to you in your awards. But... Yeah, we've got some fun. So you were going anyway, to give it to Lamb. Go so on. I decided in the end, no, I won't. And I'm going to give it to... Drum roll, please. Okay, that's enough. 
The winner of the Tri Time Fox Plates is Mikey Lewis, who right, is I'm not happy. coming through this door now. That that would be good. That would now. If we had that planned, I'll tell you what, I'd be impressed. We're not that high budget. Mikey, if you are watching, you're definitely not, but if you are, feel free to come and collect your invisible crown. Yeah, we'll get an award there for you. Yeah, if you turn up, we will actually get you something. I'm a, you could have a replica Canada Goose podca- <laughs> podcast, Julie. You sure we're not saying the highlighter pen hoodies yet? Well, oh, the tennis ball boys. Well, if um, if Lachlan Lamb fancies that as the second prize, he can come and get that as well. If you want. Yeah, so you got, Let's have him fight it out for the yeah. win. Why not? Uh, yeah, I think Michael Lewis had a great season, both, especially on the pitch for both Hull KR and England. Obviously, there was the whole controversy with the Tonga test in terms of him getting dropped for George Williams to get his spot back. I think a lot of people were quite upset by that, not necessarily because Williams wasn't deserving of the spot, but actually because Lewis had played really well and didn't deserve the axe, really. Yeah, but neither did Smith either. Like, It's not like... It were kind of a bit of Well, a... Harry Smith ultimately won the player of the tournament. And obviously, we ran a poll on this a few weeks ago now on social. And it was very clear that Harry Smith was the fan favourite, the fan favourite of that one. Which, which is fair enough, I think. Fair I'm probably going to get shaft for not giving him the award now. but yeah, Especially since he won Super League. Well, he didn't win it on his own. No. He won it with his team. <laughs> well, no. But I would argue right. that Lewis carried KR more than Smith carried Wigan. And also, the boy yeah. only learnt to kick conversions about two weeks ago. He's good at them now, but he spent most of the season being shocking. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. But yeah, I'm happy with that, I think. Yeah. We're accepting award one. Yeah. Well, okay. it's got the Tri Time podcast name on it, so I need to make sure I agree with it. That's right? true. But I feel like some of these, I'm, I don't even know what's coming to me. Well, we, well, I'm doing these, so of course, we've gone for our favourite subject of kits. So let's of start course. with this. The. Kit of the season, and the nominees for this are the Leeds away shirt. I'm hoping we'll have pictures of all these on screen. Yeah. Um, the Bradford Bulls tequila sunrise kit, which I have Unreal. persuaded Cal to not model, mostly because it doesn't go with his gilet. <laughs> the Hull FC away kit, or the Wakefield away kit. Which, for anyone who can't remember, that's the white one. Yeah. Now, as you can see, it's been very much a year for the away kits this year. Because the home shirts were either a bit too predictable or just generally not that exciting. They're always the same but different, aren't they, generally? Yeah, none of them really struck a chord with me. And, well, there's a few reasons why I didn't, on the, why I went for the one I did. I thought the colour was really understated and not something we saw too many of. I thought the way they designed it and inputted the star in the middle was a great design feature. You can probably tell where it's going. The winner of the kit of the season for 2023, the Hull FC away shirt. Boom, I'm not happy. What would you, what, you say? Because Bradford didn't win. <laughs> I feel like this is the only time Bradford are going to get mentioned on this podcast here. I mean... Um, no, you've got another one. Oh, oh, well, we might win that one. But no, I, I agree, that kit, all the kits nominated were good kits. Um, yeah, I, did, I didn't feel I could go with Award 2 and give it to a Leeds. I think I'd get the bias calls already. And even In if fact, have Leeds Bradford. actually won anything? Oh, we have, we have potentially won something. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think it, they're, all, they're all nice kits. Don't get me wrong, I really do like that Bradford kit. Um, but I mean, I, it has a special place for me because it has like the names on it and the. You're on that kit. Uh, my, my, name, my season ticket name. That's why it didn't win. 
Yeah. Because so it had that gilet you know on it. the best thing is, right, that, that next year when we do a kit like that, your name's going to be Oh, there. God, it is. <laughs> Season two, I hold him off you at the Bulls. Oh, God, season. I'm immortalised in Bradford Cotton. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Why didn't we break it under a fake name? <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, that... Right, that's winning, that segs me on nicely to my next award, which is for the exact opposite. The only fit-to-be-loo-paper of the season award for the worst kit. Well, I mean, actually, next... Do you know what? I might as well do 2024s already. It's the Warrington away shirt. I like it. You like that, man. Of course you do. You're practically wearing it now. <laughs> How do you it. like that monstrous? It's like if you... What's the politically correct way of saying this? It's like asking a blind man to colour in a Canberra shirt. I don't mind it. It's, it's not... horrible. Never mind having bloody fucking Hoover on front of it. They need to suck that thing out into the ether. It's horrible. It is one of the worst kits I've genuinely ever seen. Speaking of terrible kits, the nominees for this award are, funnily enough, the Warrington Away shirt from this year as well. Wow. (laughs) Um, The Lee Home shirt for the leopard kit with a Jaguar on the front of it. Yeah, fair. Um, The Glossop Caravan Away shirt... Which is, of course, Swinton's pink, brown, beige, tall monstrosity. It looks like the the curtains out of some 80-year-old's caravan. Sponsored by Glossop Caravans. Well, that's probably where they go. And the winner of this is none of those. And it's the first award given to Leeds of this for their hideous City of Leeds third kit. Right. Which we watched them playing this against Cass, and my God, it was hideous. Yeah. Nobody wants a shirt that's got yellow and pink on it, on a white backdrop where you can't even see the colours properly. Yeah, a bit... Half the designs that supposedly relate to Lee's just look shit. I mean, who cares about the architectural roof of the Trinity Shopping Centre? I mean, by all means, shove a fucking owl on. That makes sense. Just trying to do a bit too much, I think. I mean, I don't, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of the MND Tartan shirt, but, you know, I get at least that one has a design concept behind it. Yeah, true. You know, the Tartan was for a great cause. The only reason I didn't like that was, frankly, the white sleeves, which it turns out were just cut off this year's home shirt. Yeah, yeah. It now works out why we see where they'd ended up in the spares bin for. But, you know, the actual main body of the shirt was that this was just hideous. Yeah, I want a fan. I mean, they've got it on sale for 15 quid and I still won't cop. I don't even think I'd cop at a fiver. Would you cop at three? Well, yeah, because it's fit for loop paper. <laughs> Cost clog, a living crisis. Clog drain with it, yeah. <laughs> and get Yorkshire water to deal with it. Well, to be fair, we could give it to uh, Michael Lewis as a note. <laughs> I don't think he wants that as his, con- his prize for winning player of the season. Christ. Oh, dear. Should right. we... S- Next one, I reckon, yeah. I think this is a quick one, and I, do, I don't even need to bother with nominees here. It's haircut of the year. You know don't who's going to win this, don't you? I'm going to assume you're going to say someone like Brad Fash. It is Brad Fash. Yeah. Congratulations, Brad, for having the worst haircut See, in rugby I, league this season. I think season. he has the best because he's the only one who actually pulls it off. I don't think he pulls it off, though. That's the problem. I think he does. Do you know what he looks like? 
It looks like if you imagine some weird, creepy 80s janitor. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but it's the style. You're not sure if it belongs on a rugby pitch or a register? Yeah, well, we know it, but players... I've never met the bloke in person. It might be obvious, but... (laughs) Don't say that. Well, that happened. Well, I'm judging... Well, no, I think... I do think... um, there's definitely worse out there. I mean, I can't think coming off the top of my head. Because there isn't any. There definitely is. <laughs> well oh, done, Brad. You, you know what? You've that. set out to win Stark Opinion and win an award, and fair play, you have done. Here's your invisible pair of razors to shave that monstrosity off. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah, go on then. Now, this is a classic. This is, this is our name as well. Oh, it's the Try Time Podcast Instrument of the Year. I'm assuming you're going to go cowbell. It's the Huddersfield cowbell. Oh. <laughs> we, how I wish someone would shove that up his ass. It's that annoying. It gives them personality. What, what, all six of them? Yeah, it makes it sound like the seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because it can all fit in one Prius. Oh, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't like the, the Huddersfield. I've said this back four years ago on podcast. Not four years ago, but... I just don't. Probably I'm not. I'm not. I don't like the Huddersfield slander for the fans because it's not. I, I feel like. Oh, that's, that's fitting because I was tempted to give them fan base of the year. I just. I think that that kind of. I feel like that reflects badly, and people give stick then to the Huddersfield fans. The Huddersfield fans. It's not their fault. No one else. Want, not many people want to go. They're the ones who go every week. Well, the the wider city of Huddersfield has won an award here, so you've segued me on nicely. Right, go on then. It's the it's the Jerry McCann Award for absent parenting. I did say these names were going to get very interesting. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely taking a turn for worse than aren't we? <laughs> oh, there's still some crackers to come. Monetization is out of the window. We're not now. getting monetized anyway. Are we not being sponsored by Glossop Caravans? I don't think I am after their interiors review. Christ, I mean Canada Goose. Jesus. Yes, the Absent Support Award goes to the, city, the town of Huddersfield for all bar seven of you not going to watch your rugby team in action, despite the sport being born in your literal place. Yeah. You have the hotel where the sports... Go watch the bloody game. The team has tried... You know, fair play to Ken Davey because he is literally flogging a dead horse here. And the cheap tickets as well. They are cheap. It costs you about 4p. You need to spend... You don't want to put eating on for a few hours in Cosy Lives Crisis. Go watch Huddersfield. It's cheaper than putting the heating on. Should we go start watching... Should we get... We did go to Huddersfield. I'm not having three season tickets. (laughs) We've got to get a Midlands one as well. Oh, God. (laughs) I can't cope with that. I'm not trekking there every week. Sorry, Midlands. I'd rather have a Cornwall one. I mean, I won't go. I won't go, but just to support the club. Yeah. Would you like to move on to the next one? Right, yeah, go on then. I feel like it's going to get a lot worse now. Well, I don't know. We've got four left. We can either go for a sensible one or a funny one. Go on then. Which you want? We'll go sensible, let's end with funny. Okay. This is for the try of the season. All right, yeah. I've got one in mind. So, I did have four nominees here, and they were, first of all, Reese Martin for his kick through against Catalan Dragons at Headingley. Yeah. I'm hoping we'll be able to get clips of these on the screen. If not, I apologise in advance for this. Yeah, obviously audio listeners won't get Yeah, them, but sorry. Sure. Um, 
Number two. John Benison's try for St. Helens against Hull FC, ironically, when they were wearing kit of the season. Yeah. The third nomination I was going to give was the brilliant Tigers try from, I think, the opening round in their kit clash against Hull FC that I can't actually remember who got over the line then. I think it was Jacob Miller. Yeah. And one of my personal favourites here... It's the fantastic offload that sends David Fuzzy Tua over against Warrington, where Harry Newman pulls out an absolute corker to flick it from nearly off the ground. Yeah. In what's arguably been his best piece of rugby in a lead shirt of the season. Yeah. And then what happened was I went to Headingley innocently one Saturday afternoon and ripped my entire nominations book right open. Yeah, we were, I were there. We because had. the try of the season is, funnily enough, Harry Newman against Tonga for England. It's got to be. Like, I, said, I literally said that it's try of the season to you at the time when we were stood watching. If we're talking about individual pieces of skill, I think there's better out there. But as team try. But as a team try, there's only the cast one that comes remotely close and they've got the advantage of an extra finger on the ball. So it's got to be England. Yeah, yeah. And also, I can't upset anyone club allegiance-wise, given I've just already upset a few people with these awards, and there's more coming. Yeah, I guess it's... I think it was a perfect ending to a great series. Unless you're a Tongan. Yeah. And if you are wondering what we did learn from the Tonga series, and you haven't already checked out our previous video a couple of weeks back... Callum hosted that one, so I can't vouch for the quality of it, but it's up there. Go give it a watch. Um yeah. Definitely. It's a nice little short. I think it's like six minutes. That's worth watching. I'm going to say it's shorter than this and this is just turning into right dream. Yeah, it's not a, it's a Saturday vid. It's it is. Saturday vid. It's not a, That's not a true. Right. I like, I'm happy with that one though. Okay. I'm, that one. I'm happy with that. So go on, next one. Well, this actually I've cheated a little bit because this is an event that actually happened in 2022 when we were on hiatus, but it was far too dubious to not include. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly nervous. This is the old Dirty Bastard Award for, <laughs> funnily enough, the old Dirty Bastard Flavors Rugby League, the less glamorous side. You already know what's coming, don't you? I know, yeah. Is it nominations? No. I don't think we need any. I did say Bradford were getting a mention. It's George Flanagan Senior for his squirrel. <laughs> So, this is how Bradford get a mention. And I don't, yes. That wasn't even in 2022, it was like 2021, I think. I think we're still on hiatus, won't we, when oh, it happened? Oh, it happened on hiatus. That's all just yeah. blended into one. But yeah, retrospectively, you have won the old Dirty Bastard Award. He definitely didn't do it. He's innocent. <laughs> He's innocent. I mean, we can go back to Tom Tom Holroyd, who did genuinely squirrel a bloke for Bradford last year. Yeah. Oh, well, there's... Oh, well, that, oh, that 21 as well. He hit, no, he didn't squirrel. He got, he got squirreled and then hit him back, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he absolutely twatted yeah. him. Yeah, well, either way, George Flanagan won it, despite being innocent. Right, yeah. no, I'm not happy with that. I mean, he's an old bastard, but he's not a, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the dirty part of it. <laughs> he plays for Bradford, that's enough. No, yeah, well, that's true. He's a Bradford guy, lad, though, isn't he? Like, exactly. I mean, say more. how many players can say they've played with a son? And now that sounds like he's an old dirty bastard. <laughs> and that is the old dirty bastard <laughs> award right there. Thank you, Callum, for confirming that. 
I mean, we're not. He's, I'm he's, sorry, he's from Bradford. It's not exactly a high bar. I mean, who are you going to promote with Bad Boy Chiller Crew? I think he doesn't. Is got... it wouldn't surprise me to be because they're about fifty, aren't they? That try and hang around with young kids. Yeah. Not in a. <laughs> just they're to clarify, they're, trying to be, they're, trying, to they're trying to be down with the kids, not in an inappropriate way. It's just so we're avoiding any class action lawsuits here. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of run-ins with the law. Our next award, again, we don't need nominations for this. It's the Daniel Khalif Award for escaping a prison sentence. And this goes to a man who I hope is going to have a great success in his life on the run. Having got out of an eight-year stint at Strange Ways in this off-season. The winner of the Daniel Khalif Award for the escaped convict is Brodie Croft. So Leeds have won another one. Then. Leeds have won an award. Wow. So have Bradford, it's fine. <laughs> We've not won a good one. Though. <laughs> <laughs> the old dirty bastard award. We won an escaped felon. Wow. I don't think this is real. And actually, it's technically Salford he got out of. I don't think Salford wants to claim this award. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, but you can't. They haven't won the award. Like if a no, Brody's won the award. If the prisoner escapes, the like they are the prison in that analogy. Well, that's Croft, then. They don't win the award for someone. Well, it's their yeah, fault it for basically playing their own games out of prison. Well. I mean, technically, they are... They're about to lose that said home ground right now, because we don't even know if they've... Genuine point, as we're recording this, we genuinely don't know if Salford have a ground next season. Yeah. AJ Bellens. So that's a point, actually. Segway to last week's pod. So we've got a gap where Newcastle are. If Salford don't have a ground and can't play in Super League, does that mean Wakefield surviving with two teams down in the 1895 Cup? No, I don't Do you know what? We're not redrawing that out again. Sod that. That would a ball ache. <laughs> Should we move on to the next award? Yeah, go on then. Well, we've got, a, we've got some special ones here. There's two more to go. I'm nervous. The next one is the Missing Persons Award for the player who has gone missing the most over the course of the season. And we've got we've got three nominations right, for nominees. this. Go on, then. The first one, Deck Patton for right. God knows doing what all season apart from missing a few conversions. He, I mean, yeah, all right. I think he was... I mean... A lot of the fans wanted him out and obviously had his contract that he had to live up to. And as soon as we got Gaskell, it were like, he were out at team and he didn't play again for us. It was weird halfway through the season, he just kind of didn't show up. And now obviously he's ended up down at Swinton for next season. But yeah, it was always one of them where you always felt he had more to give. I told you Bradford were getting another mention. He had some good games, but they were once in a blue moon. And he had a good, he only had one play up his, up his sleeve, it seemed, at Bradford. Obviously like, I don't know him and stuff like that. I don't want to be too, you know, say too much bad stuff. But well, in terms of one play, obviously that fits nicely just, onto my second yeah, of the cool. season. Oh, Blake, Blake Austin. Austin. Yeah, right. literally the same. I think they're the same player to be honest. If it's not booted <laughs> high up in the air, we don't know. And I mean, he certainly didn't make an impact other than wearing the score line in the forty-six nil defeat at Headingley yeah. on the last day. That were uh, ironic and iconic. It, that was written in the stars. That I called it before a game started. Sorry, didn't time I? For funny, huh? I genuinely did say though, didn't you? It's yeah, going to you finish forty six nil because that's his number. And he did, yeah. It was good. Again, rugby league oracle. We've said it before on this wow. podcast. I've got my mantra. 
So what are you predicting? What's give the me thing? Zolta. Give me what one prediction you've got for next season. And it's got to be bold. Ooh. Can I caveat it? Go on then. Subject to Super League not being 14 teams, Cast Tigers will miss out. Well, Cast fans aren't going to be happy. Mm. What's Harry going to do? I mean, I mean, I guess they can count to 12 on the fingers, can't they? That's true, that's a skill I've not got. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> now who they're not happy with I mean oh, I'm yeah. just judging on the fact that the ground's still got the drainage system of an ancient Egyptian pyramid yeah at least wake your sorting theirs out and we don't have to deal with the origin well, of we don't know if we don't actually know if they've got hot water connected yet they didn't last time we were there did they no but that were like that were, that were heading week. on for four years ago that were like the week before they were the last rugby game before COVID was that the last time you played a Super League opposition in a competitive game Yes. It's a bit embarrassing, isn't it, really? Right, moving on. What's the <laughs> winner of this award? Well, yeah, have you got another nomination? Well, this guy's won it, so I might as well jump into the winner. And I think he fits the bill perfectly. It's Nene McDonald. Yeah, well, yeah, he literally did go. He literally did go. We didn't actually know where he was until he turned up to play for PNG. And, now, and what has he got in exchange for this? He's been sent to strange ways for his prison sentence. Oh, God. Wow. We've gone full circle again. And I think to end this one off, we're going to go for the... And there's some nominees here. The Rugby League Inclusivity Award. <laughs> you know what's coming in. Wait, so Bradford have actually won another one. <laughs> Can you stop ruining the awards? <laughs> there's only one club with that sort of... So the nominees of... are... First of all, the RFL for giving women the equal showing of a day out at Wembley, a proper prize fund, and the chance to make memories that will last those girls a lifetime well, yeah, and the pave w- the way for the women's game going forward. That, they actually are, RFL get a lot of stick, but there is, they are doing a lot of On a serious note, we've but... made this a bit of a funny award. That is the genuine winner of yeah, this, yeah. by the way. That absolutely does win. The other nominees are... Mr Frizzell for being inclusive enough to represent three national teams because he can't make his mind up slash isn't really good enough for just one. Well, yeah, well, give context to that. He's now Australian with a Welsh passport who's also decided he's Tongan overnight. <laughs> I just can't believe he's played for all. I, think he must, I mean, let us know, is there anyone else who has played for three teams? And we're not counting I'm, Great Britain. Yeah, I'm going to just say that. Or like... You know, some sort of like Maori team or something, or like yeah, it's got to like actually be three. What's what's the classic pointless line? They've got to be sovereign states recognised by the United Nations or whatever. Yeah, he's played Origin as well. He's just yeah, just not even going it. He just does my head in. I'm just we literally we we were talking about every game, weren't we? Really for we were during England Tongas and the real winner of this award. You alluded to it earlier. It's the Bradford Bulls. For the introduction of Bull Girl, who is therefore the first transgender mascot in the world of rugby league. I don't, I don't know if she's transgender. Well, you, it's a bull. A bull cannot be female. Biologically speaking. If that, if that bull wants to identify as Bull Girl, you let that bull identify as Bull So we girl. are therefore promoting inclusivity by having a transgender slash. 
a transgender fucking mascot. I mean, I can't believe it. I see it every week and I just can't believe it. But I mean, it's a fucking bull. It's not even like he's an animal that can have different sexes. I, that has got us into top 14 with IMG, I tell you, like, it actually has. If that is, I'm genuinely not kidding. If a transgender mascot gets Wait, you Super League, I've just thought, can we have Ronette Rhino? You need to change one of your nominations for the missing person because Deck Pattern won't missing. Well, if she doesn't turn up next year, then we know Deck Pattern is literally the transgender <laughs> mascot. <laughs> when Lion Girl's knocking about us <laughs> next season. Lita the lion with pigtails rather than just be a lioness. <laughs> For God's sake. But no, fair, on the serious note, but having like a the mascot that can appeal Some to gender appeal to feet like little girls. Sam Smith. And, <laughs> it is a good thing. I know. I think it, we always have a laugh whenever we're there and, it, and she's there. It's like, Whatever. Yeah, I'm not you mean you're laughing at females in rugby league, Callum? After all we've just said about our it's fellow not, at it's Deck in, a, in a bull suit with some eyelashes glued on and a tutu. <laughs> I think we've ended this on the perfect note. Thank you for sticking around for what has got to be one of the most chaotic, legally line treading, and probably getting cancelled podcasts you are ever going to witness out of us two. I, I'm just going to say I'm proud of you for not including Chris Wellham somewhere in here. Well, he didn't. I was tempted to do a ginger of the year, but it was, it'd be too obvious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who else am I going to give it to? Louis Roberts, Harvey Levette. He just annoys me by scoring against us every year. Are any other ginger players in the, Super well, League? Well, there definitely is. Well, there is. So you don't have to be think. Super League. It's all three leagues. We're inclusive. Well, we, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of what my knowledge base covers here. Um, but there will be more. Anyway, I think that is a good time. To that is a good time. So there we go. On the inside scoop, Deck Pat and his bull girl see what revelations yeah. we have for you next week. I'm sorry, Deck.